Welcome to Fizzball Inside, the weekly podcast magazine of the International Fizzball Association. I'm IFA President Jörn and co-host is our Secretary General Chris. Hi Chris. Hello Jörn and hello Fizzball world. This is already episode number 17 recorded on Sunday 13th of December 2020. And in this episode, we will focus on yesterday's board of directors meeting and inform you about all the decisions taken. The virtual meeting yesterday was once again attended by representatives from Oceania, South America and Europe, including our athletes representatives. Uh, we have been 15 people and we especially would like to thank our friends from Oceania. Why that? Because of the time zone, a meeting of around two hours starting from them far after midnight uh, is not an easy task, I would say. Definitely not. And so thank you so much and many greetings to uh, Vicky and Blaze uh, who attended that yesterday's meeting. Yes, and this has been a, a full agenda, plenty of topics like reports. Uh, you have presented reports about the Women's World Championship next year and FISBO World Tour final, but also uh, things to be approved like the budget for next year's. We talked about the IFA awards and we approved new member federations, but to all these details we will come later and during this podcast. Chris, let's start with one of the most important things and that was the approval of the budget, not because of the fact uh, that we have an thousands or millions of monies to decide about, but uh, we decided to award more money and to put more money after this uh, analysis of the COVID-19 crisis in the development programme and in the youth programme. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's, yeah, it was very important and a big topic in our yesterday's board meeting and uh, this decision it was taken uh, is, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, we created history yesterday because we want to support our member federations for their dedicated youth program in the future. And uh, we will invest in our opinion and uh, with a close look in our budget, a very huge amount of money to support their youth program. Definitely. I, I think uh, if we spend next year 25,000 euros for use activities and sustainable use activities within the member federations, uh, this is uh, um, a change of the strategy and uh, this also leads uh, in the analyze to the Chechetic plan uh, that we will approve a new one uh, in the first meeting of uh, next year's uh, board meetings. Um, and But at the necessity also, uh, the board members agreed that uh, a reduction of the membership fee is not possible. Uh, the the um, members have to fulfill their obligations and we will put money into the system uh, because I'm not sure whether this uh, is also reported in Austria. In Germany, uh, the sport authorities expect uh, that there will be a decrease of membership uh, of about 10% of people who after this COVID crisis will not uh, return to sport anymore. Is that the same in Austria or uh, is it not clear yet? Yeah, I would say it's the same in Austria because um, Sport Austria also initiated a campaign uh, to support club members to stay in the club even uh, it's not possible to do any sport, unfortunately. Uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic and all um, 
sport facilities uh, are closed at the moment, but um, Sport Austria and all the clubs uh, are running the initiative to stay uh, in the club and are also uh, support that initiative because uh, without members, uh, clubs can't survive and it's uh, great uh, the work all the clubs are doing day by day and uh, yeah, the clubs uh, and teams are very important also for for the normal life um, in our society, I would say. And the good thing is, uh, it was uh, this decision was taken anonymously, so uh, no one was against it. And even our treasurer, coming from Switzerland, uh, Franz Peter Eaton, by the way, greetings to him, who is not a, a man who is throwing out uh, the money out of the window. Uh, he and our honorary president, all of them, agreed and said, "Yeah, we have to do something uh, after uh, this COVID-19 crisis." And uh, so we'll try it. Uh, details will be published uh, at the beginning of January uh, for our member federations. But I think it's a strong sign we send it out yesterday let's talk about another topic which is also uh, in a good um, information for our clubs and member federations and that's the awarding of the IFA awards 2020 uh, as we had uh, no as all of you know no competition event in 2020 uh, nevertheless IFA invites that was decided yesterday by the board all member federations to nominate latest until the day before Christmas proposals and nominations for the following awards uh, the IFA climate action award the IFA social engagement award Award. And I'm really convinced, Chris, that we too are not really aware of the work the Facebook family has done during 2020 in this uh, in this field. Uh, there, I'm I'm sure there are uh, initiatives on a local uh, base uh, where sports clubs supported elderly people, and uh, we would love to to um, the member federations to nominate uh, that initiatives and that uh, good work for social engagement. Uh, what do you think? Uh, indeed, I'm absolutely with you. Uh, we are not aware about all initiatives and activities uh, all over the world. And that's why we'd like uh, to, to motivate and to call for a proposal, to send some proposal uh, for the awards you mentioned. and. Uh, member federations, clubs, teams and football fans should uh, take the chance to send their proposals to us until the 23rd of December. Definitely. And the other categories are Women in Sport uh, Activity Award, uh, Sports for Good Award and uh, of course Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, I think there are dedicated people around the world who also deserve to uh, receive the award in 2020. And a new category which is Media Awards. Uh, we have seen so many uh, new media activities in 2020 and I'm really looking forward uh, which media activity will win the new established IFA Media Award 2020. Maybe it's a podcast but it's not <laughs> our. <laughs> Of course, it's not ours, <laughs> but it, it's really great to see uh, all the in initiatives uh, that have been started all around the world. It's, if it's the podcast of our Australian friends or, or also the, the new activities of the uh, DFBL of the German friends uh, with the uh, TV series Fistball Gold or the podcast which will start uh, very soon 
or also some others. It's really great to see that the FISPOL community is very creative also during the pandemic time. Even if we look to, to Hong Kong, uh, our friend there, um, I like their mascot. And now they started a, a painting competition uh, to, to color the mascot. And it's, it's like our Australian friends, their mascots are always animals. Uh, but uh, I also like these, these Asian style mascots. Uh, and if you want to have a look uh, how it looks like, go on the web page of uh, Fizzball in Hong Kong. And that's, that's great. Uh, coming to, to new member federations and their activities, uh, there also was the topic approval of new member federations and we can announce today that we have a new 66th IFA member federation which is coming from Portugal. Welcome Portugal, best regards to our friends there and uh, it's great to have you within the Fisball family. And it was our IFA development director, Roger Wilm, uh, who presented uh, the facts about uh, Portugal. And he also gave an update about Nigeria uh, and a warm welcome also to the president new elected in Nigeria for baseball. It's Oko Ogbanya. We never had the chance to meet in person before, uh, but congrats also to his new team with the secretary general in Yang Yusen and uh, Professor Alexander Desuza, who is the sports director. And furthermore, uh, Roger gave an update about China. Uh, many activities all around the world are going on uh, at the moment. And um, thanks to the friends of the uh, Fistball Association of Hong Kong, uh, they are in close contact with uh, People's Republic of China. Uh, and they also started an initiative And their big goal is to participate in the 2025 uh, World Games edition, which takes place in Chengdu, China. China. Uh, and that's really great to see. And also uh, that Hong Kong and uh, People's Republic of China uh, collaborate in that matters. As already mentioned, now we are 66 member federations. And if we continue with that pace, I'm sure that we will reach the number of 70 member federations uh, in the middle of 2021. That would be really great. Yeah, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure we managed that very soon, as you said. And uh, to add one more thing regarding Portugal, I'm really glad about the thing that our FISPOL ambassador program uh, supported The, the funding of FISPOL Portugal, because the FISPOL ambassador, Matthias Kunzler from Brazil, uh, who speaks Portuguese, of course, as in Brazilian, uh, he's the ambassador for Portugal and uh, he supports the activities, gives advices to them. And uh, that's really great to see uh, how they cooperate and how they work together. And uh, I'm pretty sure as soon as Matthias uh, is back in Europe, Uh, he will do a trip to Portugal to do a, a training in person, person uh, with the friends of Portugal. But another big topic um, was uh, our new safe sport policy and the approval of that. Um, you know, probably know uh, that uh, IFA established already in 2016 the first IFA anti-harassment policy and procedure and that was now updated and developed to a safe sports policy. 
which outlines the approach uh, related to safe sport issues of misconduct by or against any participant uh, on IFA events, but it's also a guideline for our member federations and we will inform in detail about uh, our new policy and the safe sport policy uh, within the framework of the also approved IFA athletes forum and please mark the date. It's the Saturday 9th of January uh, where will we meet virtually for the next IFA Athletes Forum and then we will present details on the safe sport policy. This uh, forum will not only focus on safe sports policy, uh, it very much focuses on women in sport, women in fistball. Uh, that was uh, the starting point and uh, together with the uh, former anti-harassment officers Wiki Basten from New Zealand and Theresa Eidenhammer from Austria, uh, which uh, will work as integrity officer uh, on the new policy uh, for the future. Uh, and with the uh, chairwomen of the IFA Athletes Commission, we will um, present you a very informative day and so mark it already in your calendar. And uh, to stay with that uh, information, there's another date uh, you should mark in your calendar and that's the 30th January next year because because it's the birthday of the International Fistball Association. Uh, IFA was founded on the 30th uh, of January already in 1960. So it's our 61st birthday in the year 2021 and we have to celebrate it as a World Fistball Day. That's correct. Uh, and there will be also virtual sessions uh, like uh, Ask the Board, Ask the President, uh, and the first uh, virtual IFA Entourage workshop. Uh, entourage, uh, that's not easy to explain. Uh, it's a, a wording which is not so much known uh, in the world of FISBOL. Uh, I always translated it with it includes all people who love FISBOL, but uh, which are not players on the pitch, uh, like spectators, coaches, uh, physios. Uh, team managers, uh, family members, all of you are invited for that day for the first virtual IFA Entourage uh, workshop and details uh, to be published soon. And on that day, as you might already said, it's uh, the birthday and it's time to look back. We will have new content uh, about uh, historical Fizzball matches, uh, which will be presented on Fizzball.tv on that day. Plenty of topics. Uh, what else happened during uh, the world of uh, in the world of fistball during last week? Yeah, what else happened? Uh, we had many many online meetings uh, with our uh, local organizer organizing teams of our upcoming events like the Women's World Championship and the 18 World Championship. Uh, so a lot of different things are going on. We also had a meeting. Uh, with the organizers of the European Championship uh, in Kaltan. Many things, many tasks happened last week and still happens also next week. But it's it's really cool uh, to see, as I earlier said, uh, to see many of activities uh, which are going on all over the world. And uh, I, I'm always looking forward to open the new door of the Austrian Advent calendar uh, and to see what exercise uh, is behind the door every day. 
Yeah, Let, let's just briefly come back to Carlton and the LOC of the European Champs next year in Carlton in Italy, um, which you already know the date. It's uh, from the 21st to the 27th June. Um, it's an European event, but nevertheless, uh, we had a phone call with them and uh, a meeting with them. And I think it's really important uh, to host that event next year. And that's the, the reason why also uh, we um, are in close contact with them, uh, even having the, the leadership or the the um, the issue of the European Federation to to prepare that event. But uh, I think as far as we can support them, we will do that. Uh, and we offered that support during uh, our meeting last week. But there has been another topic uh, which was uh, which we learned with great sadness. Uh, we have learned that Victor Hugo Kerbis from Brazil passed away uh, on Friday the 11th December due to COVID-19 um, and the 67 year old striker won a triple silver medal with Team Brazil in the 1972, 1976 and 1982 FISBO World Champ and he was really a well not only known, he was one of the leaders within his team and his club in Gymnastica Novo Hamburgo. And uh, if you have seen all the uh, social media posts, um, it's it's with great, great sadness uh, that we lost one of the great football players um, in Brazil and uh, all over the world. Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, I was really shocked when I received the message uh, that uh, Vico has passed away and uh, yeah, uh, the football world lost one of really one of the really good guys, I would say. And I'm really happy that I had the chance to meet him uh, three or four years ago uh, when I has been in Brazil. So wherever you are, Vico, all the best for you. And uh, we will see us again anytime in the future. That's hopefully that way and uh, it leads to uh, us maybe to, to one more thing um, in reference to our yesterday's board meeting. Uh, there was also a repair, uh, report by the PAFA president uh, Chris Siffert, uh, who uh, held a very emotional speech about the situation, uh, COVID-19 situation and health situation in Brazil and um, best greetings and all the best for uh, for all of you uh, around the world but especially to the people in the medical system and especially in brazil um, some of the leading football players uh, are involved in that and uh, i appreciate and we all appreciate very much uh, the job you do there and um, let's cross the fingers uh, that the vaccine and this situation will improve uh, as soon as possible there have been much more meetings. Uh, uh, Friday we had a, another phone call with our vice president and our honorary president joined us uh, for that uh, late night session and we had uh, also uh, this weekend uh, the General Assembly of SANSI, uh, an international organization um, which serves its members uh, to support um, for sustainability and uh, Eva is a proud member of SANSI uh, since many years uh, and uh, joined several activities. So um, plenty of things, a full yeah. weekend and a full week uh, in front of us. <laughs> Absolutely. When I take a look in my in my schedule, it's full of meetings. Unfortunately, only online meetings at the moment. Um, but if it's help uh, to to handle the COVID situation and to uh, that it will be better soon, 
uh, of course we do it uh, we do the meetings all online and as you said uh, many different tasks and meetings meeting with PAFA uh, for for preparations of world tour finals or discussions for the world tour finals um, with uh, the chair of the communication commission there's an online meeting uh, with our treasurer Franz Peter Eat and we agreed one so it yeah cool week is ahead of us absolutely and as always at the end of uh, our podcast and don't forget together, together we are fistball, fistball.